hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Did that sound yeah. noirish? It did, sort of. I'll take it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. And welcome to the Riverdale Register. Bienvenidos. Willkommen. What? <laughs> oh, I was just starting to go on from welcome in different languages. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Then you. What do we do now? What, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. You know, we're four episodes away from 50 of these. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. Yeah. Well, technically, you know. 49 for me, 50 for you. So. Why, do you gotta, why do you gotta take yourself down like that? No, I, know. I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> no, I, it's more just that, you know, I can not know what's going on <laughs> because you had that extra episode. That's why. That's why. That's why you're like, I don't know how this show works. I don't, exactly. So crazy. But that's so exciting. 50 of these. Oh my mm-hmm. God. So we have three new reviews. Oh my God, so exciting. To do. Uh, would you like to go first or second? Second. Okay, then I'll go first. Wait, how many reviews do we have? Three new reviews. Okay, I'm excited about it. So, <clears throat> we have one from KCB333, five stars, titled OBSESSED, in all caps with three exclamation points. I found Riverdale over the summer, I know, late to the party. After binging the first two seasons in about three days, I was hooked. I'm now one of the crazy people that constantly talk about the show and spit out my theories anytime the topic comes up. One day on my way home, I found this podcast and fell in love. Aww. Y'all sound just like me and my friends when talking about the show. Love the theories and tangents. Sound, sounds normal and like an everyday conversation about a show we all love. Keep the amazing work. Also, at Caitlin, did you know the character who plays Sheriff Mineta is the same actor that plays Hunter, Catherine Kim's boyfriend slash co-worker on A Million Little Things? I do know that. Uh, thank you. Somebody's watching A Million Little Things. Very excited about that. It is only getting better. It is... It's a roller coaster. It just keeps going up. There's no doubt. I'm fucking obsessed with this show. Caitlin, that sounds like an awful roller coaster. <laughs> it's no, it's super fun. Okay, so somebody else is watching <laughs> a million little things. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you, Casey. Okay, so you can do this really short one. Cool. Okay, so this one is love this five stars by Yasis. Love that. Um, is there some way to ask you questions like on Twitter or somewhere? I really love this pod. It's the best. So great because 99% of my brain is Riverdale. Oh my God. Amazing. Oh my God. Um, yeah, you can actually, you can always tweet at us. I'm at Riley tweets. That's R E I L L Y tweets. I'm at John Penn. We say this at the end of every, we do, but not everyone listens to the end. Some people just bounce out before the end of our podcast. Apparently. Yeah, but that's well, then okay. How do they know, uh, to be river fixings? I don't know, but you know what? They're listening, and I feel like that's important, so <laughs> let's not be too harsh. Thank you for even suggesting that we uh, get questions. I love you. Yeah. And this one is my favorite podcast. Oh, are you doing this one, too? No, I, I don't know why I started doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> MLP4, my favorite podcast, five stars. I love these two so much that I even went back and watched both seasons of MTV Scream so that oh I could listen. Oh my god, I love you. To and understand their other podcasts. None of my friends can stand Riverdale anymore, so I really look forward to hearing their theories. A highlight of my week. Love it. Thank you. That's so nice. Also, oh my god, isn't it so good? We love Scream. It's. It's so good. It's Shut not, up. It's so good. Oh boy, it's messy. It's so good though. They're not great. It's so good. I and disagree. She's wrong. 
Anyway, we had a lot of fun. It was a really good time. We had a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure this exact argument over Scream is why we decided to do... Riverdale? A podcast in the first place. Oh, on Scream. Oh, no. Like, I think that's the first episode. Because it's not that I think it's the best show in the world. I just think it's so fun. Right. And it is I'm so like, fun. It's, it's not. It's so It's boring. <gasps> so not true. We put... No, it's not boring. It's not boring at all. The characters were so good and so rich on that show. Except for, you know, the main one. Yeah, but that actress, I've seen her in a lot of other things, definitely was written that way. Yeah. She's... Not, not, doesn't make up for the problem. In fact, kind of makes it worse. No. It doesn't mean, yeah, it, I got a lot just, of issues. I just really want Willa Fitzgerald to, um, to, for good things to happen to her. And I think that she's actually in the pilot of the new show, Dare Me. Or she's in the series, uh, the USA Network series, which is based on one of uh, my favorite uh, books of the last five years. So, six years, maybe. But, yeah. Sorry, guys. Stella decided now was the time to eat. No, because we've... She's not through any of our effort, but she has been trained that when we're sitting here, (laughs) she grabs food, brings it over the couch, and eats it while we're recording. (laughs) It's like how my dog growing up was accidentally trained through no fault of our own that whenever <laughs> we all sit down to eat a meal in the kitchen was the exact right moment to ask to go out. Yeah. So every time the whole family sat down for a meal, the dog would start barking at us and pawing at the door, and someone would have to get up right away. The, the moment when you least want to stand up totally. is when you've just sat down for your meal. Well, thank you, Stella, for learning things. So... <laughs> Anyway, uh, Caitlin, what, tell me about the title for this episode. So the title of this episode is called The Red Dahlia. And obviously we all know the Black Dahlia, um, which is the murder that happened in 1947 in Los Angeles, where we both live. Um, it was basically, she was this um, aspiring actress, and she was basically, not to get too graphic, but was... Uh, very mutilated and so it became kind of a famous crime famous crime and it's actually one of the things that uh is interesting about this episode now is that there's a new show called i am the night which just came out or is maybe coming out this week no it started it started um and it um it kind of dives into one of the big theories about who maybe killed elizabeth short so it's very interesting. Um, but this one, I think, is specifically named after this series um, called that was obviously inspired by the Black Dahlia. It, it's called uh, it's called Above Suspicion. It's hold on, let me just make sure I got that right. Um, it's like a based on yeah above sus, above suspicion, um, and it's the Red Dahlia is like the name of like the sub. Episode because I think there were three seasons, and so it's uh, based on these novels by Anna Travis, or it's uh, it's not by Anna Travis, but they're like the Anna Travis mysteries. The actual book was written by Linda La Plant, Plant, Linda La Plant, she, Linda the Plant, what Plante, Red Dahlia, the Red Dahlia. Oh. So Above Suspicion was kind of like an anthology series of sorts of this woman's. I just got the impression that they've been kind of giving up on their naming thing and are just going with stuff that sounds like other stuff now. Yeah, I, I think that's probably partially true. 
So I don't know, but maybe I can see Roberto being really into this particular. Because like series. Midnight Club was also like it's like Breakfast Club, right? And I feel like Red Dahlia might have just been like it's, like, it's like Black Dahlia. Yeah, well, Gossip Girl was kind of like that. Like <coughs> it would have names that, like, instead of some kind of wonderful, it was like summer kind of wonderful, mm-hmm. or like the Bad News Blair instead of Bad News Bear. Oh, that's that's cute. Yeah, so maybe they're doing that. Maybe. But yeah. But so, I like the rabbit hole. Yeah, no, I went down it. I really just wanted to impress you this time. You did it. Yeah. I apologize for the noise, guys. I think we have some construction happening. Our favorite our favorite listeners are doing uh, construction all the, during the show. How yeah. rude. No, I know. It's crazy. So, this episode is directed by Gregory Smith. He also did Chapter 33, Shadow of a Doubt. And he did the... This season's premiere from Legends of Tomorrow, The Virgin Gary, which might be one of my favorite episodes of the whole show. Is there a gorilla in that? There's a, There has been a gorilla in that, but this particular episode actually featured a unicorn. That's cool. That murdered people. I love that. At Woodstock. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I should watch the show, shouldn't I? I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. If you <laughs> jump great. in with season two. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like that. Uh, you might also know him as an actor... Uh, he's the boy from Small Soldiers. What? We've mentioned him before. What? We have? Show. Yeah. Oh, fuck, cool. The kid from Everwood and Small Soldiers. That's fucking cool. Uh, direct stuff now. And yeah, he's... Wait, scroll up. Let me see the This is the second episode of Riverdale he's done. Let me see a picture of this guy. Oh, yeah, of course. It's the guy yeah. from Everwood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's the guy from Everwood. Yeah, totally. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I kind of like when actors start directing. Yeah, no, it's exciting. I wonder when we're going to get to the point where members of the Riverdale cast start directing episodes. Because you know that always happens with long-running TV shows. You know it's Cole Sprouse first. You think Cole Sprouse is going to be first? You don't think it's going to be one of the adults? No. Cole Sprouse first. Maybe. Maybe one of the adults. Let's see. Maybe Skeet Ulrich. Maybe. This episode is written by Devin Turner. Looks like uh, they... This is their second writing credit uh, ever. And it's the second episode of Riverdale. They also did Chapter 24, The Wrestler, before this one. Uh, It was also written by Will Ewing. This is Will's first writing credit. So good for you. Awesome. Will and Devin. That's so exciting. You got to do the fun theme episode. Yes, it was a very fun theme episode. Should we jump into it? Dude, let's get into this episode. Dare to defy... Uh, where would you like to start? With whom would you like to begin? Knowing that Jughead stuff is probably the biggest meat of the episode. Do we want to knock that out first? Dude, it's all on you. Yeah, let's knock it out first. All right, let's knock it out first. So there's a lot more um, Jughead narration this episode. Yeah, because it is a film noir-themed episode. Honestly, I want to talk to uh, whoever does the music for Riverdale. Mm -hmm. It seemed like... They probably had a lot of fun with this episode. I feel like we could probably get that to Yeah, you think we could swing that one? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we could reach out. That would be amazing. Uh, So Jughead tells FP, who is now sheriff, that uh, they could just kind of put Tallboy on a bus and and got rid of him. Oh, okay. Uh, That seems not true. FP doesn't buy it, which is... is, But he also doesn't notice that Tallboy's body is... Literally under the bed he's sitting on. I don't really understand how they don't smell that. Right. It doesn't... It's been a while. What does uh, dead body smell like? Bad, <laughs> I guess. It's important that you don't know. Right, exactly. 
I'm never going to tell you that it smells like a strange mix of rotting flowers and sort of like when you burn your face with a hairdryer. Uh-huh. That was really dark. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. So, <clears throat> uh, Jughead's dealing with that stuff. But at the same time, uh, Veronica comes to Jughead, and they basically enact a very good film noir-like femme fatale Pretty scene. sure... Jughead is not like Veronica. <laughs> they just they just put her in the outfit and he's right. Their only dealings between Jughead and Veronica are financial. It's really weird. It's like aren't they friends? <laughs> like I don't understand. She has to pay him to do stuff for him. Meanwhile, she can just ask anybody else to do stuff. It's for so her. true. Reggie will be like, I will literally throw my body yeah. in front of this train. It's it is telling that she didn't put Reggie on this case. Oh yes, absolutely. Or herself. In the past, Veronica has always trusted herself to solve these things. No, no, no. She's also always failed. Right. Veronica is not good at plans. I do like her hat, her Lauren Bacall hat. I gotta... It's... So this is really weird because... And this is spoiling what happens later in the plot, but she tells him her prime suspect is Hermione. And usually in a noir, the prime suspect is more often than not innocent. Yeah. And in this case, she's right. Kind of. She's just, yeah, she got it. Right off the bat. Well, she's not exactly right. She, Hermione ordered the trigger to be pulled. Yeah. So, yes, she is. I guess, yeah, but the twist comes later. She's, yeah. It's very film noir because in many a film noir... What starts off as somebody investigating something becomes very personal to the detective in some way or the other. I don't think this does that either, though. Well, Jughead and and uh, FP. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So Jughead goes to Hermione and just plainly like, uh, so you shoot your husband? And she's like, no, I was on the phone with him. I hate Hermione now. She's awful. Every member of the Lodge family is the worst. They're just bad people. Like, I don't know if they're bad characters, but they're definitely bad people. Yeah. Veronica might not be a bad person, but she's not a very brilliant person. She sucks so hard. <laughs> Guys, I, I cannot stand Veronica anymore. I can't do it. I love Camila Mendez, though. I can't believe I was so into her in season four. You were so into her. I was such a Veronica. I was pro-Veronica across the board. And she's awful. I think, um... As a character. I just have a hard time wondering, like, I can't figure out where she stands with this mafia stuff. It doesn't make any sense. I know. And like that, and we will get into that in her plot. Yeah. Well, let's keep on going. Stupid. Um, Hermione was also like, uh, Hiram was having an affair. I told him to not do that and he didn't. With Kelly Ripa. I told him to stop and he he did. (laughs) It was great. Do you (laughs) notice that they're not in any scenes together, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos? I realized that. Kelly Ripper showed up for maybe an afternoon. Yeah, probably. And then got out of there. Why not? She's like barely in the episode. But they, honestly, te- they teased her way too hard for this. You think? It would have been better as a surprise. Yeah, it would have actually been really cool as a surprise. Mm-hmm. But then we've all been like, is she going to be around more? And I'm still like, is she going to be around more? So, um, Shri P and Fangs call, call Jughead and they're like, hey, the Gargo gang is looking for Tallboy. Hmm. Well, he's not here, is he? So Jughead tracks Kelly Ripa down 
to her room in the Five Seasons, which is on the same floor as um, the, the, the sex club. Yeah, so Riverdale has a sex club now. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's, and it's more of a Planet Betty stuff than yeah. Jughead's. So I'm actually going to whip right on past that <laughs> and uh, get to Jughead breaking into Kelly Ripper's room and finding a Glamourge egg there. And apparently only one guy. Hiram's the only guy who gives out Glamourge eggs. Yeah. I, they're, uh, apparently they're so rare and yet everyone in Hiram's life can have one. Right, 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 right. And Kelly, Kelly Ripper does not like Jughead just tossing around so much. Yeah, I would be pissed. It's like a... $50,000 egg. Which I think. Actually, I really love that move on Jackie's yeah. part. Yeah, no, it's good. That was fun. Uh, she's a water inspector. Yeah, I love that. Who lied about results on Sweetwater River's tests. So John was right. Say that one more time. John was right. John was right. But I also want to point out that I also was right. Mm. I think I said the same thing. We were right. We were right. Everyone who's listening. We were right. We were right. We were right. Not that you were wrong. Because you probably were right. We don't know what you what you suspected. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a pretty one-sided conversation. <laughs> right. Yeah, sorry, guys. But what matters here is that we... We're right. We're right. We're right. Never forget that. All those other Riverdale podcasts? Probably were also right. I don't know. I don't listen to them. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's not personal. It really isn't. Yeah. I just have a lot of other podcasts to listen to. And for me, I just don't want their podcast to affect this one. That's also fair. So... Sweet Pea gets Jughead. Sweet Pea and Fangs, I think, are like, hey, you gotta check this out. So go to some cabin somewhere where they find uh, Hermione Lodge with a with a lover. It's Sheriff Minetta! It's Sheriff Minetta! So he wasn't, like, trapped in a million little things without <laughs> the ability to get out of that contract or something. <laughs> Is that what you think? Yeah, well, I thought that maybe he, likes, you know... One was in first position over the other one, and uh-huh. maybe a million little things was above it. People generally like to pick the network shows over right. the cable ones. Well, actually, CW is technically network, but yeah. We but know. it doesn't get the numbers that like no, it doesn't. ABC gets. And also, guys, a million little things is great. Why aren't you watching it? It's really good. Because it's just chasing This Is Us's tail. Okay, that's so wrong. It's actually, I'm enjoying it more than This Is Us's season. Significantly more. Tell a friend. It's because this is us is in season three. Okay, it's really good. Just trust me. I, anyway. I, I just... We don't have to keep having this argument. don't want to watch this show. You don't have to watch the show. But you keep bringing it up. I know. It's more just like my passion for it's bleeding into this. Uh-huh. You don't see me just like talking about Lady Gaga. Um, I she wish flew she... over my head, guys. John went to see Lady Gaga. Bradley Cooper was in the audience and she had him come up and perform Shallow with her. Yeah. Really. Right in front of me. I was in the front row. How much were those tickets? Like, th- over 300 bucks. Oh, my God. No wonder you got such good seats. We were in the we were in the pit. Oh, yeah. We bought them six months before the show. Oh, see, I did not realize that. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, this is if I, If we had bought them yesterday, or no, sorry, uh, the other weekend when we were there, they would have been like 1,500 bucks. Okay, that makes, this makes more sense. So if you're doing it, buy two, six months in advance, and sell one the night of. That's a great idea. Make your money back. Wait, that's an excellent idea. Did yeah, you do that? No, but, like, should. Yeah, you should have. Y'all should do that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Sheriff Minetta and Hermione want to frame FP. So I guess they weren't on the same page exactly. Yeah, it just feels like they were going to do, like, a really short version 
of the FP as sheriff storyline. Yeah. I so, think he's bummed. I think he hoped people had more faith in him. So Jughead runs into the sheriff's department. SFP's like, there's something going on in the hospital. And he's like, don't go to the hospital. Yeah. It's a trap. Oh. They're going to kill Hiram and frame you. Because uh, Creepy Dr. Jr. So creepy, but I love him. Told him that like Hermione had him fake Minetta's death. Which... I don't know why he had to go to Creepy Doctor Jr. to confirm that, because you saw Minetta alive. Right, I know. But, like, great. Hermione's revealed as more of a villain for the rest of the season, which I guess... Yeah, she sucks. ...is something you wanted, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have to say this... And yet, we're not excited about it. No, because I'm just so sick of Hiram and, like, mob stuff. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, none of this is interesting to me, either. I'm so upset that a noir episode of this show left me mostly bored. I liked the episode, actually, but I wish that there were some things that were a little bit more surprising. Yeah. The most surprising thing of this episode was that Sheriff Mineta was alive. No, I'm, I figured he wasn't dead. When you didn't see his decapitation When they body. just mentioned decapitation from a distance, you don't see anybody, he's not dead. So FP was the one who shot Hiram for Hermione. But also for revenge from when, you know, he definitely killed Jughead, but Jughead's fine now. Back on Riot Night. Right. Because he sicked the other gang on him. And becoming sheriff was his payment. So that's cool. Sure. And then he's like, hey, Dad, I have to confess about uh, Tallboy. And also we're going to need Alice. It's like a really specific plan. Yeah, Let's get in on it. But it actually works. So basically... The idea is that FP in front of Alice says that yeah. Tallboy shot on camera. Hiram, we're gonna make everybody know this, and so it's kind of like a, I know you're gonna fuck me over, so let's just make sure that right. none of us fuck each other over. Did you catch Tallboy's real name? Petit. Gerald Petit. I think that we knew that. I didn't. We just don't remember that. And uh, Tallboy apparently resisted arrest, so FP shot him too. So problem solved. Yeah. FP is great. Covering up murders. Honestly, he's a great sheriff for this town. You know Sheriff Keller couldn't he, do this. And then he's like, Hermione, you should get on the record on this one too, just that you know everyone understands that we're on the same page. Here. It's a great idea. It's a great plan. It's it it is a good plan. Yeah. I was actually wondering how this was gonna be a thing, and this is a good plan. All that being said, I don't buy Alice as an official reporter yet, considering she's setting up everything herself. That's weird. Also, she's in a cult. Like no camera guy there? Or anything? Well, I mean, honestly, yeah. Or a sound guy? Yeah, it depends on, yeah. Uh, I feel like news teams have at least three people. I mean, it depends on what happened here, what you're saying. Okay, she is on very local news. She might actually only be doing news for the farm. We're not right, sure. Right, the farm TV. Uh, <laughs> the farm TV. It's a closed circuit thing. Yeah, but it's cool. You know, everybody's got to start somewhere. Uh, let's see. da da, da. Um, Hermione goes to Jughead near the end and he tells her just everything he's learned across the board about the drugs in the water supply (laughs) uh, and the murder attempts. She's like, yes, but there was another reason too. Remember when Tallboy shot at me during the debate? Yeah, that was fucked up actually. I get this. It's... Really weird to watch an episode of Riverdale that remembers last season of Riverdale. I know. It's so weird, but this, like, actually tied in a lot of stuff from last season. 
There are like a lot of loose threads that we hadn't tied up, and this kind of does it. Yeah. So good for them. Speaking of which, Hermione turns around and shoots Sheriff Mineta because he asks her to grab a cigarette. I assume, I assume that's the only yeah. reason. Definitely no other. Right, no, totally. <laughs> no, she hates smoking. Yeah, she's just... Inside, smoking in the cabin? Yeah, she's really about lung safety and fire safety. I mean, that's a wooden cabin. Exactly. Fuck you, Sheriff Mineta. Mm, he anyway, dies for that. Now I think we can say he's dead. Right, right, right. He's He's got to be dead. Yeah, he's dead. And then we get the line of the night from Veronica to Jughead when she comes back to pay him for his duties. Yeah. Do you want to say it? Um, does she say forget about it, Jughead? It's Riverdale? Yeah. Well, do we know what movie that's from, guys? I do. Chinatown. Listeners. It's Small Soldiers. <laughs> it's from Small Soldiers. <laughs> that's Chinatown. Jack Nicholson says it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it means basically like... Nothing's gonna change. Let's just not even bother. Where do you, where do you, where do you want to go next? Um, I want to talk about. Let's get into Veronica. Great. Cool. Great. 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 So, Elio. You remember Elio? Vaguely, he looks like Jason Blossom. Right. It's no, weird that they. I don't think he does. Yes, he does. Nah. It's, it could be the same person. If you don't no, know the same person. This guy has a voice. Yes, but he looks like him. He looks bland, all right? He looks like he could have also been in a background extra vampire in the originals. His last name is Grande. He's Elio Grande. <laughs> He's related, maybe to Ariana Grande? Maybe. Uh, Ariana Grande is in the crime family then. Oh. We don't know if she's not. So Elio brings Veronica flowers. He's like, this is, this is for your dad. She's like, he... What is it? Uh, rumors of his death have been wildly, wildly exaggerated. exaggerated. Yeah. He's like, I get it. You can quote movies. So your dad <laughs> is still in danger. Why do? Why does this entire town just speak in movie quotes? It's no, very it's weird. It's just her. It's very weird. The rest of the town, they've only seen one movie. Oh, yeah? Wait. This is Love, Simon. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's Love, Simon. Only movie they've ever seen. <laughs> We're all going to the Bijou to watch Love, Simon. <laughs> still? It's been a year. Yeah. yeah. It's but, the only movie that plays uh, there. I are there other movies. So. So crazy. He's like, hey, your dad's probably in danger because, like, mobsters will want his turf. So that's when Veronica goes to Who Jughead. Who this town? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This town seems like more trouble than it's worth. There's no reason for any of this stuff. So Veronica goes to her dad's identical twin bodyguards. Yeah, I don't know if they're identical twins. I thought I kept. They looking. looked exactly the same. Yeah, so he's got he's got um, capos. What are they called? Capos. Capos. Yeah. I'm I'm sticking with identical twin bodyguards. Okay. She's like, we need to obscure the narrative so people don't think it's as bad as it is. Seems you know? pretty fucking bad. They're like, yeah, you should probably align with Elio's family. And then Veronica actually says. Don't mob-splain to me. She says mansplain a lot. I don't think she understands. I'm sorry. No, I'm a man. I can't say it. You need to call this one out. Okay, what? I don't think she understands the mafia. No. Or I, anything, Or really. even mansplaining. I mean, I think she understands the concept. I don't know if she... When people know better than her about certain very specific things, it's right. not mansplaining. It, yeah, is it... Also, when people are advising her to make a better plan... Then the plan that she has that's inevitably going to fail, that's not mansplaining either. I think Veronica thinks that all leaders 
know everything all the time and don't ever need advice from anyone around them. Right, because Hiram probably taught her that. She doesn't know to ask for help when she's out of her depth. Which is most of the time because she's 16 years old. And an idiot. Kind of not great. She's not an idiot. She's just not She fires equipped. the two bodyguards. That was stupid. And then she's like, I know we can take their place. Smithers and Reggie. <laughs> this 85-year-old man and my hot, stupid boyfriend. Smithers tells her a war story, and he's like, we were in the trenches. Yeah. And we used the bayonets to put the helmets on the bayonets to make it seem like there were more guys than there were. Honestly, that's a good idea, but it's fine. That is a World War I story. <laughs> Just a general World War like, story? Like, no, but like, trenches and bayonets? Yeah, that is that is. That's long. how they fought World War One. That's a long time ago, isn't it? That is not how they fought World War II. So, not, not in most spots. Uh, and I, I mean, maybe I'm out of my depth here by calling that one out specifically, but it sure sounds like a World War I story. It, it sounds like an old man story. Yeah. Whatever, it gives, gives Veronica an idea. To pretend that her dad is still up and collecting money from people. I don't know why she's protecting his business. I know, I don't get this either. Why is that ever a part of the plan? This is... Well, she should be spending this entire episode gleefully destroying his business. Like she does at the end. It should have been the entire episode of just tearing she, stuff down. I think she wants her dad to succeed and do well. It's very I strange. I like, I don't think she wants him to murder Archie, but other than that, I think she's like, yeah, let's keep it business as usual. She thinks it's harmless. It's very strange. She really does. And it's so stupid. Well, she doesn't ever pick a side. That's the thing. It's like, she almost wants to no, be... No, she refuses to pick a side. She just wants to be better at being in the mafia than, than her dad does. If you're like, a man and you know Veronica, she'll do anything to protect you. If you know her, you don't you'd have to really like her no, that much. You just would be masculine and in her orbit. And you also like could try to kill the other men in her life. And she'll be like, stop it, God. Yeah. It's like a nuisance. And then like give you like a light tap. It's an it's a nuisance for her. It, it's almost like your dad not letting you take the car out when you want. God your, Dad. Dad. It's like you're trying to murder my boyfriend for no fucking reason. Stop it. It's so annoying. I just want your love actually. Please just give me a dad, I'm sorry. Just like dude. She's so lost as a as as a person right now. Yeah, but she has her hot, stupid Reggie. Great. He's actually not stupid. No, but, but he's definitely not helping. No, he's not. He's not he's, stupid. Because he's like, you're right. This plan is brilliant. I'm <laughs> going to sit in the car with a hat on, and they're going to think I'm Hiram while you collect the money. Oh, God, you're so smart. I love you so much. <laughs> that is a good Reggie, really. Here's the thing. Good guy. Better guy than Archie, probably, in many ways. Except for the drug dealing that he, he did. He tried about. to shoot some people. He did try to shoot some people that I forgot about that happened until now. Yeah. He also got punched in the face by Veronica. He also is an imposter who killed the original Reggie and took his spot. We don't even like to talk about that, though. I can't wait till they reveal that. That'd be crazy. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> Ross Butler comes back and he's like, I'm Reggie. He's like, who are you? Veronica asks Hermione about the fizzle rocks. She's like, I found it in the books. Because dad gets rid of stuff, but you don't, which is actually in keeping with Hermione's character after uh, we saw her desktop screen. Yeah, very cluttered. She's bad Yeah. at this, uh, which means it'll be really easy to stop her. Anyway, Hermione's like, I told him to shut it down, but we needed a cover, so, so I sense. quarantined the town. 
Still don't get it. But what do you know? He didn't do it. <laughs> but Hermione told him to. I asked him to. I did a whole town quarantine. And then he was like, nah, As you do. do drugs. I just, oh my God. So Hermione's like, cool, well, let's just like shut down everything. And Hermione's like, wait, what if we sold it and made money? Yeah, Hermione's bad. Which like, Veronica should immediately go, fucking no. <laughs> right, no. But instead she's like, well, and then, like, well, Hermione's leaves. idea is like, well, shouldn't we earn something for our pain and suffering? And my thought is, you haven't suffered that much, sweetheart. You did almost get shot at. I agree that was bad. Yeah. But I don't feel that bad for her because she's gleefully enjoying all of the fruits of Hiram's evil labor. It's very dumb. Very dumb. Very dumb. So. <clears throat> she was a good parent. Veronica instead goes to Reggie. She's like, hey, Reggie, we should destroy everything. And Reggie's like, have you seen Bad Boys 2? Wait, did he say that? <laughs> she's like, she's like, it would be, we'll like destroy everything. He'll be like, yeah, it'll be like Bad Boys 2. I think I missed that totally. But I just think that that's definitely Reggie's favorite movie is oh, Bad Boys 2. Oh, the sequel? Reggie 100% loves Michael Bay movies. I think he loves a good sequel as well. But like. Because sequels are always bigger and better in his mind. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because he's, he's the sequel to the original Reggie. That's exactly it. Yes. He uh he he really was into pain and gain, you guys. I heard that was good. It was good. Yeah. It was better than most. He's also like really into the Transformers movies. Yes. You know, he each one is like to the you guys know like they destroy so much though. The explosions are awesome. I didn't like Bumblebee as much because there wasn't as much destruction. <laughs> Aw. Honestly, I kind of like this man. <laughs> He's I got like, a lot of passion. I like his inner life. Uh, but Archie calls, so Veronica leaves to be in his plot for a little bit. Right, of course. Because she's in service to men. Oh, God. Not <clears throat> not that we're condoning that. It just seems like it's happening a lot. It just seems like that's how it works for her. So Veronica and Reggie burn the drugs. Which seems like it could really cause chaos. And they're just like, bah. Burning drugs seems like a way to poison yeah, the whole town. Yeah, I was town. like, I wonder if they're going to, like, let this get into the air and, like, mess everyone up yeah. for a day. Because, like, that could be a fun episode. Um, Hermione finds Veronica and she's like, I already promised the buyer all the money. For the drugs? For the, for the, for the business. Now they're going to be mad at me. Honestly, they could kill her and then. What's going to happen? You going to go to jail for selling drugs as the mayor, Hermione? You deserve that. Why doesn't Veronica just go, yeah, you deserve that. Because Veronica cares. If you, maybe if you uh, go to jail, they won't be able to hurt you. Veronica cares more about her family than anyone I've ever known for someone who hates their family. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. No, it doesn't. Veronica, let them go. They're not worth it. They're not worth it. Not a single person in your family is worth protecting. And I don't understand why these are your stories. And that's the end of her plot. So, <laughs> uh, Betty or Archie? Archie. Oh, all right. I like Betty's best. Okay. Archie's really mad. I'm not really about Betty's direction right now, but we'll talk about that. So Archie tells his dad maybe college isn't for him. Okay. Fred's like really accepting of that idea. Because I think Fred's just like, I just don't want you to like <laughs> blow up. I a think Fred's a little bit like, building. I don't know. He just got home. I'm just gonna yeah. let him have this one. He's for actually today. the best parent. Cause he's like. Concerned, but like lovingly right, concerned. Right, right, right. But um, Archie 
uh, refuses to take a, a, a union-mandated break. It's mandated by the union. Also, he's definitely not allowed to work the site as he's under 18, but that's fine. They're already breaking rules. So he gets into a fight with the foreman. Who is also Penelope Blossom's lover. Do you remember that? No. He was Penelope Blossom's lover. A lot of people are Penelope Blossom's lovers I know, now. but like specifically he was a Christmas tree guy. I think I try to forget that Penelope is a... Sexual being? Prostitute now. Uh, this episode made that really hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it has been like not a thing for so long. Uh, it's weird that it's a thing now. I think it's been looming in the background. I think they actually do a pretty good job at weirdly reminding us at every turn. Penelope's just so weird. It's so weird. I can't stand her. I love her. She's delightful. This episode is full of stuff I can't stand. Oh, I, I love Penelope Blossom every time she's on screen. She might be my hero after No, she the says. more we talk about this episode, the less I like it. Oh, I'm sorry, John. Don't cry. Let's keep talking about Archie. Yeah, that'll help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's a weak plot. Go on. Archie gets into a fight with the foreman. So the next day, Fred's like, no, you can't, you can't work, work here construction anymore. again. You're fired. Also, I found your booze. I'm really glad they didn't let that one fester for a yeah, long time. Yeah, that would have been a problem. Uh, I actually do like where Archie's arc ends up in this episode. So Archie acts like a tool. and He's like, whatever, Dad, and leaves. And I don't think we see him again until he's, like, drinking at Le Bon Nut. <laughs> and I love how, like, nobody recognizes Archie until Josie is, like... He's my friend. He's my friend. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's like the centerpiece of this whole fucking town. Yeah, everybody knows Archie. He had a trial all summer exactly. long. Exactly. You know who this guy And then guy he is. was missing. Archie? Archie drinks. And Reggie's like, hey, man, maybe don't? He's right. like, you're not my real friend. Can I get it from bartender? Oh, man. He's probably mad about the Veronica thing. Yeah, which is fair, honestly. Yeah. Uh, fair. But he doesn't go there. Instead, he just... Gets angry. A bouncer comes. I thought Reggie was the bouncer. Reggie can uh, not do everything. John. I don't think Reggie can actually win a fight. I think he's pretty. I strong. feel like he. I feel like as soon as you bruise him, be like, "Yo, that's my face. I need that." Did you? And I'll be like, "We're cool. We're cool." Did you see that? There's an Instagram story of uh, all the guys did push-ups in a competition. Guess uh, who won? Kevin. Cucumber melon. Cucumber melon. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, right? He's got real muscle, He's and got... then Archie has show muscle. Uh, yeah, I did think that. But, like, hey, I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. I don't got that. <laughs> so, Josie saves him from the bouncer, uh, takes him home, and gives him a cold shower. Uh, I think it's very brave of Josie to subscribe to uh, Archie's bullshit. Right, it is brave. When she could easily just be like, all right, get out of here. Yeah, she was a lot less forgiving when he was like, hey, I would love to play music with you in the first episode. Get out of my life. That was literally, like, her response. And now she's like, oh, you're, like, a former fascist. Like, I mean, former she did. teen convict, former current alcoholic. Like, yeah, She sure. lost her entire friend group last season. Yeah, she had in like ass. In, like, a barely a scene. Yeah, that was weird. And I feel really bad for... The one pussycat who isn't on Altered Carbon right now because, like, yeah. she just got cut loose. Yeah, I think she's doing stuff, though. Mm-hmm, so. But, yes, I also feel. Uh, so, jo- Josie gives Archie that, like, lemon juice and Yes, I had one at Sage, uh, Sage Bistro the other day. Mm-hmm. She's like, you should channel your anger to something destructive. Like music. He's like, psh. Or boxing with Kevin Coe's dad. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, maybe. Or I'm going to go kill Hira and gets up and leaves. Yeah. So 
So after being so offended that Veronica thought he could possibly have shot her dad. He decides to go shoot her dad. Right. And then, and then, someone else comes in to shoot her dad. That's right. And Archie shoots that guy. Because it turns out Archie just wanted to shoot someone. He just needed to shoot somebody. You ever have one of those days? Just could shoot someone. Archie meant it. Just shoot somebody. Yeah, so... A guy comes in in a mask, but not like a black hood mask. Very similar, though. But like just like a ski mask, like a balaclava. And he's like, oh, well, I'll just shoot this guy instead. He shoots yeah. him. And then the guy just runs. He's just gone. But he's not dead. And he saved Hiram, so now Hiram is happy. Yeah. This is not the way I thought the Archie Hiram drama would like simmer down. Although it makes a lot of sense. I actually don't hate that. I'm just so over it. Right. I'm glad it's done for a while let's hope yeah so that's right i'm just like oh no sorry i gotta mm. so when veronica finds archie the hospital they both like apologize to each other yeah and then so archie somehow says a line about hiram i don't hate him anymore yeah why not fucking why <laughs> that was my first reaction he didn't do Anything. He got shot. Why do people keep forgiving her? He never does anything to be like, oh, and now I'm cool. No, he's anything. He it just, just gets worse. exists longer, and they're like, he's too cute to be mad at. I get that he's very handsome, but my God. So was Ted Bundy, you people. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Hiram's just like, hey, thanks, man. Um, truce, I guess? Yeah, I guess truce. Yeah, so now Hiram thinks Archie saved his life. Right. So now they're just kind of like stay out of each other's way. Yeah, which seems like the fucking plan from the beginning would have been good, but that's fine. To be honest, I feel like Hiram's also just letting him go. He's like, you're not dating my daughter anymore. That's true. We're good. I'm going to kill Reggie. And Archie's like, I guess that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> truce, actually. I could also have killed Reggie today. Archie goes back to La Bone Nut. Uh, <laughs> sober now. And Josie's like, hey, welcome back. He's like, Yeah. Can I talk to Kevin's dad and try boxing with him? And she's like, I'm not a go-between. <laughs> actually, I mean, she's he, like, he's about to become my stepdad, but... <laughs> she actually was like, he would love that. <laughs> Kevin's dad talks about you all the time. <laughs> like, cool, do you want to jam sometime? She's I, like, oh. And I'm like, oh. Is this a thing? Okay. I don't know if, if I, I can't love. get Barchi, I'll take Jarchi. I don't know if I love Sound that. Dead. I don't, I don't Jochi? know. Because I like her in Sweet Pea. Josie loves Archie. Okay, I know I know what you got, but it was weird. I, yeah, yeah, it was. I don't know, I'm kind of, if it means Josie gets plots, yeah, I'm all for it. totally. So, yeah, that's, that's where Archie's stuff ends. So I guess, Betty? I guess we're on Betty. Yeah. I guess we're on that, on that Betty. So Betty is still going to see Hal. He's her dad. I don't like it. I, I hate Hal a lot less than I hate Hiram. I don't like that she's not telling her friends that she's going to see Hal. But I like Dark Betty's emerging. I love it. Is she? I love it. I love when they play with her dark side a little Every bit. Every time they do Betty's dark side, it's two steps forward, one step back. Okay. Still moving forward. And she's like, I don't think Claudia's committed suicide. And he's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, no one actually commits suicide in the show. Like, there's a lot of people who commit suicide, and they're always poisoned. 
Like, oh, Penelope. Penelope poisons people. Okay. I just think this is a weird way to go about this specific plot. It really feels like... It's like, where do we get this? They're grasping we... at straws to build this case against Penelope. Also, like, but Penelope didn't do anything Im- that immediately, other than Clifford Blossom's death, which, why do we care about right. that much? I don't... I don't understand why we're doing this and why we're doing this now. Yeah, but anyway. I don't know why she killed Claudius either. Yeah, I can't figure that out either. I know she did. I mean, she gives a reason. It just, I don't see why it matters yeah, to her. Right. So Betty goes to Claudius's funeral, which only is which is only fun because you get the line where uh, Cheryl says, mourn with us, cousin. Yeah, I love when they really reference how related they are. It's mm-hmm. great. It's weird, but it's great. We also get a moment where Penelope cries, and then Nana's like, crocodile tears. And I'm like, Nana, you kidnapped her as a child <laughs> and raised her to marry one of your twin sons. You don't get to take higher ground ever. I know, and I hate that we're like Why? giving her the benefit of the doubt The show keeps pretending that Nana's innocent. No, she's a fucking devil spawn. She's, she's the cause of all of it. She is the cause of all of it. I don't really understand. But she gets away with it because I'm old. Because she's old and psychic. Mm. Not psychic. Just nutty. Just nutty? <laughs> Betty's like, hey, Cheryl, uh, what about all these, like, quote-unquote suicides? Like, your dad's suicide that was, like, you know, suspiciously high up in the air? She's like, <laughs> it was real. Tony, get her away. She's like, Tony, Betty, come on, back off. <laughs> yeah, Tony was like, Betty, no. Which I love when suspects... Don't ever give a reason for not doing something. Just yeah. like, you're making me upset. Get out of here. Yeah, and it's like, hey, it works because Cheryl gets very upset. And that's the only time we see Cheryl the rest of the episode. It's so weird how many people get sidelined in this one. Cheryl wasn't in last episode either. Yeah, Cheryl's really not doing much this season. She really isn't, Mm-mm. but she got to be a sexy cat burglar that one time. Very, very attractive. Yeah, very, very good. So, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so when Betty and Jughead are looking for Kelly Ripa, instead... They find a room with no door or no number on it and no lock. That's the sex club. And no waiting room in the sex club inside. Yeah, you can just go on in. What's, do you remember the name of the sex club? The sexy club. The maple club. The maple club. I knew that. Sorry. Now, if you heard that in town there were two kind of secret locations to go and hang out. One was called the maple club and one was called Le Bon Nuit. <laughs> you mean the Bone Nut. The, one was called Le Bon Nut. Which one would you think is the sex club, and which one would oh, you think Le bon is Le bon Nut is the I sex know, club? Right, no. And the Maple Club is, is a like, oh, no, that's a that's a nice bar that you can right. that you gotta. It's a speakeasy, you know. You gotta get know the know the code to get in. Turns out no. Oh. it's also like on the third floor of the Five Seasons. There's not five floors of the Five Seasons. Weird. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't know how many floors there are. I'm just that's saying, true. it's third is a weird number to choose. It is. Also. And this is a weird thing to notice, but all the women working there are fully dressed (laughs) in jackets. It's the CW. They're very clothed, while they're whipping men who are also fully clothed. That's uh, that's the PG sex club. I just, it's a domination thing. It is. Hey, why not? Right? You can wear clothes and be sexy. Penelope just walks in. It's like, where did that man? Uh, oh, hello, niece. Wow, we should put a lock on the door, <laughs> or a code. Why is Lebon? Or just like have people kick out teenage. <laughs> Lebon nut is easier to get into, also, or harder to get into. Harder, and and also nobody was like, "Whoa, we have to shut this place down." There are children here. This is so illegal. Right. <laughs> Who are these women? 
Do yeah. they also live in Riverdale, or are they coming from out of town? Unclear. Very unclear. It's better not to know, don't you think? This is the kind of... Yeah. Sorry. It's better we don't know. I guess. She's also like, hey, I didn't... I didn't kill the nuns. Or Claudius. But the nuns sold you to the Blossoms. No, Amon Sr. sold me to the Blossoms. It's slightly different. Only men are bad. Which Honestly, is kind of her whole jam. And then I was kind of like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Men are bad. Men are bad. Um, I like some of them, but they're bad. No offense. Then he goes to Creepy Doctor Jr. Creepy Doctor Jr. is like, oh, Clifford was also poisoned before he was hanged. Oh. Maybe I should have mentioned that, or my dad should have mentioned that but last why? season. Maybe. But... We're creepy. With pufferfish poison. Pufferfish Which doesn't fit into the established narrative of Penelope only using plant-based poisoned. Well, maybe it was in the pond. You think she's got a pufferfish in her pond? I don't know. Maybe. They're saltwater creatures. Maybe it's a saltwater pond. They have saltwater pools. I don't think saltwater ponds are a thing. Okay, I feel like you don't know. <laughs> That's know? fair. That's fair. You Stop got me. Explaining saltwater ponds to me, John. Thank you. Do you want to finish this one? I don't really remember what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Watched it today. Ah. Uh, mm. So basically, Betty grills Penelope until. See, you do know. Yeah, Betty. She just, goes to Penelope, and she's just like, "Tell me what you know." And yeah, then, that's when she calls her the Red Dahlia. And so now we know the title of the episode. And Penelope does the thing where it's like, I'm not going to admit it, but if I did kill all these men, it's I, because they're men, and I hate men. And then she basically says, and Betty, remember when you gave that poor boy chick to the Black Hood and you sentenced him to death? Even though I think it's pretty clear that he's not actually dead, right. he's dead. Right, right, right. If he is dead... It's your fault. I'm going to reveal that you sent him to his death uh, by, yes. by your father murdering him, and then we're both in trouble. It feels like that's not exactly true. But. I feel like Betty's thing isn't as bad as yours. <laughs> if anything, you could be like, hey, remember how your mom has like that body of that drug dealer like rotting away? Yeah, somewhere? she doesn't know that one. I know she doesn't know that one, but like imagine. she do- This is the part where she's like, oh, Claudius's fizzle rocks run off, got into Sweetwater River. And John was right. And then Betty looks at the screen and is like, John was right? Yeah, so crazy. Betty is like, why only girls? She's like, I don't know, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I think that actually is fair. It is sort of weird, though, that like they could have had it be boys, too. But I could also see it like being a women thing. Yeah, they like to do stuff with women. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, I'm serious, they like to dress up their female characters in little outfits and like put them in danger and do the whole thing. Yeah, though, to be fair, I feel like men are also, like, not exploited on this show, but uh, they get a lot of... We look at the women just as much as we look at the men. That's fair. There's a lot of female gays, too. Yeah. But they like... I think the women are always in danger in a very different way than the men are in danger. That's fair. Like, you'll never see Betty beaten and bloodied in someone's arms. You'll only see Archie or Jughead really beaten up and hurt. I feel like that's... A bigger cultural conversation, though. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, no. And Riverdale doesn't have to tackle this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it has no responsibility to do it's that. It's more just interesting. So, Betty goes back to Hal, and she's like, 
you know, I thought it was black and white, but it turns out everything's in shades of gray. And then Hal's like, so I'm not that bad? <laughs> like, <laughs> huh? He basically says, huh? I was ar- I was raised to be a monster. You're going to be cool with me later. Yeah, I feel like now, man. I don't. It. I need the core four to talk to each other. Yeah, probably. Like, Betty hasn't even told Jughead about this shit. No, she has. Well, no, not going to see Hal. No, she hasn't. So, that's cool. And that's the end of the episode. So, who's prom king? (sighs) Jughead. Jughead did a thing. Yeah, maybe. Reggie for just being a trooper. Elio for genuinely probably being the the best bet. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) No, I don't want to give it to him either. I'm going to give it to Jughead. I guess it's Jughead. Yeah. Prom queen? Josie. Josie for just being chill and supportive. Yeah. Yeah. FP is maybe... I was going to give it to Smithers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Back in the war. For telling a good war story. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, do we have any rumor mills? No, they, it's like the second episode in a row where they answered a lot of questions. I know. And I'm just like, well, what are we doing for the rest of the season then? What is it? it feels like we're... <laughs> Sorry. First, we accelerated through the gargoyle plot way faster than it needed to. Well, we and, still don't know who the original gargoyle king was, do and, we? Yeah, no, we don't. And... Um, now we've accelerated through the Hiram stuff. And well, you know what's left? The farm. They, 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 what's left is the farm and the mysterious buyer, which might also be the farm. I think they want to give everyone a common enemy, so now they're going to amp up the farm as, like, the thing. And the farm is going to be tied to the original Gargoyle King and the buyer, so that it's one solid enemy for everyone to work together against, so that... Uh, they can keep Hiram as not the primary villain. I really hope Hiram leaves the show. I don't think he's going to. I know. I really want Ronald to like move in with Betty or something. But that's that's just my theory. Yeah. I don't really have that much. I mean, I'm a little confused about who the original Gargoyle King is. I thought maybe it was Penelope Blossom. But no, it doesn't seem like it is. It's probably Edgar, man. Edgar the... The, the guy from the farm who we haven't met yet. It could be. Could be. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, Where can... uh, What do you live or do? Uh, Oh, boy. I'm still dealing with Kingdom Hearts 3 stuff. Uh, And I'm still back on Lady Gaga. And I can't think about the future. Okay, John. Anything? Oh, no, wait, I do have one. The third How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, yeah. I really like those movies. I heard they're cute. Yeah. It hasn't... It's the, I don't think the marketing's been good on this one. But, like, the first one's really, really good. And the second one's just cool. Yeah. I'm going to recommend I Am the Night, um, the the show on TNT. Chris Pine. Chris Pine, directed by Patty Jenkins. Uh, really fascinating story. I went to a really cool premiere party for it. Um, and it's just such an insane really cool show what's it about so it's about this it's a true story or based on a true story about this girl who grew up thinking she was black 
um, that she had a black mother and a white father, so she thought she was mixed race, but she's very, very light. Yeah, um, I've seen the pictures. Yeah, she's a, she, yeah, so, um, I think the book is called One Day She'll Darken, and the idea is, like, she thought, you know, she's just light-skinned, and, but she was treated at the time, because I think it's the 60s that takes place, she was treated as, uh, a black woman, or black child, a teenager, and, um... And then she learns that her mother is not really her biological mother and that she's connected to this doctor who lives in Los Angeles who may or may not be connected to the Black Dahlia. Really interesting stuff. That's cool. Yeah. So I don't want to give too much away, but it's a really interesting story. Um, And they had a really wild premiere party, and that was really fun. So I like that. But, yeah. What about you? I got nothing else. Cool. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at John Patton and on my blog, Catching the Rye, where Rye is spelled W-R-Y. That's a good pun. Thanks. Uh, you can find me on Twitter on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. And you can find me, or not me, but my dog. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm out of sorts. At Stella the Mystery Pup on Instagram. That's Stella the Mystery Pup. Cool. We didn't do any noir bits in this one. Not really. We didn't. Mm. Oh, wow. It's Chinatown, John. 